Thank you, Father. We are going to take a prophetic song this morning. And I'd like you to place yourself on the altar to sing the song. We sang, it says, My daddy, my daddy. He ended by saying, I will be singing and singing till the rest of eternity. Because of what God will do here this day, Somebody will sing from here to eternity. One day, a man by the name Elijah, he met God. The Bible says he went with that strength till he saw God face to face. The last time you were defeated will be the last time. The sorrow that afflicted your family, that will be the last time. And so we're going to sing that song unto the Lord because it's going to be a reality in our life and our family. My daddy, my daddy. Yes, Lord. Your baby is singing. I'll sing alone. I'll be singing and dancing and chanting for the rest of eternity. My daddy, my daddy. Your baby is singing. nothing will take your song from you nothing will take your dance from you nothing will stop it till eternity let your shout be greater than every shout here shout. clap your hands oh ye people shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph Amen. Lord, we thank you because it has pleased you to gather us this year. We thank you for where you started with us. We thank you for your mercy. We are indeed very, very grateful. One thing we plead with you is that the Holy Spirit will not let us go the way we have come. But let there be an encounter today. A story and raise an Ebenezer for us. A place where you have defeated Satan. A day we will remember for good. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And the saints of God will say, Please, what I would have loved to do is come straight to you. Look at you eyeball to eyeball and shake your hand and say, It is well with you in the name of Jesus. I cannot do that, but please help me, the person beside you. 
Say it is well. Say it with confidence. Absolute confidence. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Today is family day. We're community church and we appreciate the family. Please admit me before I go on to appreciate our don't want to call them special guests of honor but they are brethren but they are special to us and also special to God Amen yeah. Well let me begin by recognizing the first family whether you like it or not of the University of Lagos Mr. Shebu and Professor Mr. Falashande God bless you sir God bless you ma Sir we thank you for your support. We are bold to acknowledge it. You are doing well. We see how your wife works majestically. It's because you are standing behind. Whether you want to admit it or not, me, I know. It is well. We appreciate you and congratulations. It is well with you. And that's why we are here. That you are in the family day. So if I do anything, it's because I have your backing. Praise the Lord. Professor Chuku, the Lord bless you. It is well with you. He's the only one that has a local organizing committee because he's the LOC. The Lord bless you. I won't take you for granted, Mr. Obo, or Dr. Tony Obo. Permit me to use that. It is well with you in the name of Jesus Christ. And our sister, Bola Obo, the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. When we come to formal introductions, we'll begin to tell your offices. But for now, you are our brethren. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We are proud that you are what? Our brethren. I am particularly happy. Praise the Lord. The registrar, the Lord bless you. Mrs. Mackinde, it is well with you. The Lord will sustain you. Praise the Lord. Bossai, I will call you so that you give me money. Mr. Lumide, I can see you are taking good care of your wife. The Lord bless you good in the name of Jesus Christ. Please tell her to smile anytime we are. <laughs> For money, yes, let her smile. <laughs> Director of work, you see why you are here, they took light. Go and deal with them. They don't, what can, how can they be doing that for you? And your beautiful wife, God bless you in the name of Jesus. I will do formal introductions when the time comes and the Lord will bless us really good in Jesus' name. The family day is the last Sunday where we celebrate the family month. This is our fifth Sunday. We're community church and we know that the bedrock of the community is the family. And we pay important attention to it. I thank God for the family unit, the counselors, our pastors who have taken time, the Lord bless you real good in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Professor Kunuga, I know you did Ochoro for us the other day. You went to sing hymns instead of giving us rice to eat. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Professor Bashiro, they want me not to call you Sister MC again. So I'm learning to adjust. The Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're waiting this morning for Professor Wasson. I said, please come and take your family there. He's owing me $5,000. Yes. Anytime I stand in for any pastor, they ought to pay me. And so you saw, you remember I stood in for him once, that you wanted to kill me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we appreciate you and God bless you real good. Today, the first Sunday we looked at, why do we suffer? Is God the author? No. We understood that when man fell, it was a consequence of sin that suffering came. And because every one of us have passed through something, our hearts have been wounded. There is a mark. Anybody who has not passed through anything, I have good news for you. Wait for it. It's coming. And because our hearts have been wounded by the things we have passed through, the expectations that we are not fulfilled, what our fathers did to us, our mothers didn't do to us, what our friends, the disappointment, the jealousies, the envy, the hearts that were there. So we needed to heal our hearts. And the Lord began to help us. Then they went further the third Sunday to discuss, you know, let me put it like this. In nature, they asked all the men to stand up. And they stood up. They said, if you know your wife does not control you, come to this side. And if you know your wife controls you, come to this side. And all the men went to this side, except for one man. Curious enough, he was asked, how is it that your wife does not control you? His answer said, my wife asked me to come there. So, you know what we are talking about? Abuse in the home. The root cause is what? Control. We want to control everything. He didn't say the women. I said we want to control everything. Even women. Women. I didn't say women. Women want to control everything. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. He said they want to tell you what you, to eat, what not to eat. It's for your own good, though. Just obey. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Please don't look at anybody. I'm not saying. It's a family meeting, so you can find me after that. And the Lord will help us. Then we looked at the things that come from the family. Suicidal tendencies. We understood that suicide is not the answer to any problem. It does not solve what any problem. So if you are going to commit suicide or you want to commit suicide, whom are you cheating? Yourself. So it is not good. And the scriptural thing that was said is that if you commit suicide, you bring a curse upon your family. Because the Bible says, curse is he that hangeth on a tree. And so we know that suicide 
is not the answer. And that we have seen sorrows everywhere. That is what has brought us to this day. This family day that we are going to the cross. And I'm praying the Lord will help us to bring everything, all our hearts, all our pains to the cross in the name of Jesus Christ. This is the fifth Sunday. I want to, be, before I begin to specially invite you, August 25th, 2024, to the to next year's family day. I'm trusting the Lord will preserve you, the Lord will keep you, the Lord will bring you here in the name of Jesus. By then, because you are singing, the Lord will multiply your songs. And you know one peculiar thing about number five is that it's grace. It's a new beginning. We need to step into the season of grace. I pray that I say, God, I don't let me preach and not teach. There are two different things because of time. But let me read a few scriptures. John chapter 1, 14 to 17. John 1, 14 to 17. John chapter 1. Verse 14 to 17. It says, And the word was made flesh, and he dwelt among us. He said, And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? And what? Truth. Next verse. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, this was he of whom I speak. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Verse 16. And of his fullness have we all received what? Grace for what? Grace. Mark that word. Grace for grace. And I'm trusting you will enter into that grace in the name of Jesus. What is so special about grace? Verse 17. For the law was given by Moses. And what happened? But grace. You know that word, but, disqualifies whatever is before. Say, but grace and truth came by who? By Jesus Christ. You either choose to follow God by grace or to serve him by law. Can I advise you? If you look at when the, when the law was given in Mount Sinai, Moses came back, he was transfigured. His face was shining, but he covered his face and the people ran from him. Jesus again went to Mount Transfiguration. The Bible says he was transfigured. He was shining as bright as the sun. And when he finished, you know, Peter said, Master, it is good that we remain here. The Bible said they were overshadowed by a crowd. And what happened? The Bible says a voice came from heaven and said, This is my beloved son. Hear him. And when the veil was lifted, remember there were three people in the, in the cloud. Moses, 
Elijah and Christ. He said there's only one person remaining, Christ. Whatever you do, no matter what you are going through, the only one who will stand is Christ. The Bible says, I think that's Mark 9, 50. He said, and when he got down, instead of people running from him, they ran to him. Because of what? Grace. I want you to take that word. Grace is not liberty to sin. It's not license to sin. But I want you to know one thing that happened. Romans 8, 1 to 4. So there is therefore now no condemnation for them which I wear, Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Law brings death. Okay. For that which the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. So if you want to follow God by the rules, he said the, weak, the weakness of the flesh will show up. He said if you fail one law, you have failed all. But what is grace? That after many offenses, the gift of righteousness is given to you. He says God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh for sin condemns sin in the flesh. That what? Verse 4. That the righteousness that will have come through the law might be fulfilled where? Now the righteousness that will have come from the law has been fulfilled in us because of one person. Not because you squeeze your face when you are coming to church. Not because you didn't have temptations. It is because Jesus took it all. Praise the Lord. So he is the only one that is central to our lives. And God again will help us in Jesus' name. You know, in John's Gospel chapter 1 and verse 12, this is what the Bible said. But as many as received him, to them gave you what? Power to become what? The sons of God. Even to them that do what? Believe on his name. Hallelujah. You know, I miss the students because we, I know some of them are here. Assuming there is a course that is very, very tough. And, you know, they've told that until you sleep in the library 24 hours, you can never pass that course. And the lecturer just come to you and say, come. I know than Oludo, like the pastor, you don't have, you didn't want to go to school. They forced you to go to school. It's okay, but you have entered here. Don't worry. I would, whatever you do, I will give you an A. Don't let the vice chancellor hear. Because what we are talking is foolishness. That is the cross. It doesn't make sense. Does it make sense? Even me, when you are telling me that, I'll be looking and say, is that possible? You, lecturer, want to give me an A, even when I don't know anything. But if I believed your word, and you saw by an oath, and I believed it, what would I do? 
I will relax. I will do what? I will relax. Because you have made a promise that you are able to keep. That is God for you. It doesn't make sense. So if I'm waiting for it to make sense, I will kill myself. I say, "Ah, how is she going to do it? How is she going to cover it? I think this woman has set a trap for me. I mean, I'm not following her. Because why? It does not make sense. But if I met somebody who has gone ahead of me, and I'm telling you, this woman told me, I shouldn't worry, he will give me an A. He said, he did it for me too. It strengthens what? My faith. I can now relax. The tension, the struggle is finished. I might decide though that after he has finished telling me, I'm going to go and sleep in the library, whether I like it or not. The choice is yours. Praise the Lord. So as you have received him, you've been given power to become the sons of God. Now, having laid this foundation that you are in Christ, and that when the season of grace, this fifth Sunday, the Lord is asking us, bring it to the cross. Why? The pains, the betrayals, the frustrations, the fears that you are carrying, you know, this heart wound is not seen. The Bible says, even in laughter, the heart is sick. They don't see it. But the danger is like if there is a wound and you don't treat it, it can be infected, Abby, and the person will die of sepsis. The best thing is to open it up and humble yourself and say, Lord, this is my heart. I went to Mama Otubanjo's house so that she would give me a woe. She didn't give me a woe, and I took offense. You know those little things that you take off? As I was coming in, I greeted the usher. Look at the way the usher looked at me. Can you imagine how the choir master is singing? It's the church for him. What is your business? My husband, eh? eh? If you know my husband, he's the stingiest man I have ever seen. Sister, but that bag you are carrying is designer's bag. Leave that one alone. Don't talk about it. You know how? Please, if I see you turn your head to somebody else, I, will be, I won't be happy. Look at me. I'm blaming myself for it. All those things. No money. Jam disappointed. They served breakfast. For those of you who are still old school, breakfast is when a girl or a boy says, I'm not doing a, a game. And you want to jump inside lagoon. Now you know it doesn't solve problem. Or you take his name to where they will kill him. And God forbid, if he's a child of God, they think by fires, you are in trouble. So whatever be the pain, sometimes the pain is when we are waiting on something. It looks like God has disappointed us. Our heart is bleeding. You are not even wanting to show anybody. Let me show you one thing. Well, no matter what you are going through, Exodus chapter 3, verse 7. And the Lord said, this is what God is saying, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are where? In Egypt. Whatever affliction you are going through, physical pains, 
emotional pain, spiritual wickedness around you. The Lord says, and I've heard their cry by the reason of the taskmaster. Most families have taskmasters. Demons that are fleet families that are peculiar. Passing it on to generation to generation. Demonic anger, pride, incest, bestiality, you know, all those things, the secret shames that the family is covering. And you can't tell. Even when you want to mention it, you are afraid. He says, this is what the Lord says, for the Lord knows what? Yes, sorrow. You don't believe it? He said, for God knows your sorrows, your pain, your grief, your anxiety, your affliction. God knows. And he's, not that he knows and he has kept quiet. There's something he has done. Let's look at it together. Verse 8. He said, he knows it. And I have come down to do what? To rescue you. Or that's deliver you out of out of the hand of the Jesus, and to bring you out of that land, wherever land you are, you are positioned, wherever you are stuck in life, in this service, the Lord is bringing you out. <laughs> Whatever have kept you in one spot, the Lord will deliver you from it in the name of Jesus. So he says, to bring them out of that land, unto what? Help me now. Is bringing me towards a good land. No, maybe you don't want it. Just say, is bringing the pastor to a good land. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. On, and a large and unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Unto the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivatites, and who? The Jebusites. The Lord is not going to leave you where you are. How is he going to do this? That is the question. We must remember that because God knows the source of our sorrow, every affliction or man affliction began with sin. When God created man, the Bible says in Genesis 1.31. Is it Genesis 1.31 now? Please help me. And God said, uh, uh, no, 31, not 1, 3. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, what happened? Remember the parable. I think it's in Matthew 13, 26 to 28. He said, the good man sowed a good seed. But when he came to the harvest, he saw trouble. They now asked him, who did this? He said, an enemy had done this. So everything we're going through, yes, is the devil, but somehow we have a hand in it. So I want you to understand that every pain you are going through has a source and must be dealt with today in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, it was after the fall of man, if you have time to read Genesis 3, 17 to 19. It was then sorrow came into the world. The affliction we see, that was the root. And I'm praying the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. 
Since this was the reason, what did God do? Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53, I think that's the first reading we read today. I want to begin to read from verse 3. He says, He is despised, rejected of man. A man of what? A man of what? Okay. Why is he called a man of sorrows? We will answer that. And acquainted with what? Grief. We hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne what? He had borne what? Our griefs. And did what? Carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and what? Afflicted. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was what? Upon him. And with his stripes healed. Hold on. When Jesus was crucified, there were two men who were crucified with him, making three of them at Calvary. Abby, why didn't they beat the other two men? Why didn't they lash them with number of strokes? Why? Because once you condemn a man to die, you don't do what? You don't beat him. But he was beaten so that this scripture can be fulfilled. That is why, because if you have, if you've tied a man, why are you still beating him? He's going to die. That's why the other two, they didn't touch them. They just took them to the cross and dealt with them. But him, they have to beat him. Because the Lord says, because of those stripes, there will be what? Healing for somebody today. Amen? It doesn't matter what is happening. The Bible says there is what? Healing. But look at the verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray with, have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had done what? Laid the iniquity of us all, where? On him. Beloved, what does that mean? All these things were fulfilled on the cross. It's like this thing. It's all my sin. And I'm carrying it like it's still on me, Abby. You can see my sin anytime you come. But the Lord carried all my sins and then laid it on him so that it doesn't fall. I have to climb. No matter how you want to remove it, you can't remove it. Now, where is my sin? Where is my sin? So now, if she comes now and says, you're a sinner, I'll say, well, I am a sinner, you know. Just let's take it like that. I'll say, what are you talking? Where is my sin? He laid it on him. Okay, let me use money so that you understand. It's like, I say, credit my account with 10,000 naira. Okay, take down my account number. <laughs> Nobody's willing to. But when you credit that thing to me, is this still your own? No, is this still your own? 
That is what happened on the cross. There was divine word exchange. It's not because I merited it. It's not, the Bible says, why we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. So it is not because I committed six sins and I did uh, ten good things. Minus ten from, from six, four. It's not true. It's either 100% or not. So on the cross, beyond that, the Bible tells us is the power of God. So he laid the iniquity of us all on him. And that is why he said, by his stripes, we are here. Look at it. Um, Peter, 2 Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24, one of them. Look at it. 24. 24. Who his own self did what? Bear our sin in his body. Where? On the tree. Being dead to sin, we should live unto righteousness. But look at it. By whose stripes? Where? Where? Madam Vice Chancellor, please permit me, sister, let me use you. There was a time you were the provost of College of Medicine. At that time, it's good to call you provost. It would be an abomination. People, I don't know that. An insult. The provost's office is good. To come now and say, here comes the provost of College of Medicine. You won't even respond. Because it has become what? Pistons. That is what happened. He said, it's not you are going to be healed. You have been what? Healed. Because everything in Isaiah 53 was a fulfillment in, on the cross. If you remember the centurion from Ethiopia, it was what he was reading that the Lord said to Philip, draw near unto him. He said, how do we know that? What? He said, I will explain to you. He said, there's only one person he's talking about. is Jesus who paid the price. Let's look at the cross briefly and then come to the cross. That means, as I've come to the cross this morning and I lay my sin, my sickness, my fear, my insecurity, my prejudices, on the cross, because we're going to do something very symbolic. We're going to bring the cross to this place and put two beans aside. You are going to write your sorrows, like I told you. If you don't have paper, they will give you paper. Write it. What we're supposed to do, for those of you online, don't burn it in the household. Please, don't set your house on fire. We will tear it and put inside so that nobody is certain. Why would I want to read your sorrow? Do I want to carry it? No. So, if we put it there, if you'll be humble enough to write it, it will leave you. It will no longer be part of you in the name of Jesus. So, when you put it down there, we will burn it. We're not going to burn it until the cars have left. I don't want to set anybody's car place. But if it's your house, please don't burn it. Tear it in pieces 
I'm begging you, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let's look at what the cross does for us. You know, the beautiful thing, all I'm trying to say is that this scripture has been fulfilled. When any scripture is fulfilled, you will walk in the consciousness of it. That's what I'm saying. If my sins are there, can she accuse me of anything anymore? I have to be conscious of the fact. I say, sorry, it doesn't matter how you want to intimidate me. It doesn't matter how you want to tell me I took uh, meat from my mother's soup in 1952 or thereabouts. <laughs> you are, sorry, it is not there anymore. Because we have a covenant with God. He said, my sin and my iniquity, he will not remember anymore. Pastor, the way you are talking, you are encouraging people to say, no, you have been sinning before I began to preach. So I'm not the one going to encourage. I'm just telling you how to apply grace and stop struggling with what we sin. That you have been freed from that sin. The challenge is your mind. That is why you have issue with pride. You have issue with a complex, low self-esteem. That is why you are your tendency is to commit suicide because you don't know your value. You are allowing the devil to condemn you. The Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation for them. Jesus was condemned on the cross. There won't be any double, double jeopardy in the name of Jesus. Because he has paid this for the sin, our sins are forgiven. Look at the beauty of sins being forgiven. Psalm 103, verse 3 and 4. Let's run. Psalm 103, verse 3 and 4. Who forgiveth two of your sins? Please help me. Two of your sins. Two, two, two. Be humble enough. Just two, two. All my iniquities. Who he let? That's why I know that there's no disease that will escape this meeting in the name of Jesus. I don't, it's not me. It is his word. I don't heal. He's the healer. He said, who he let what? As long as you are willing to bring it to the cross. As long as you are willing to bring it to the cross. He says, Jesus says something. He was talking to the Father in John 17 verse 4. He said, in John 17 verse 4, he said, I have glorified thee on earth. See, on earth too. I have finished the work you have given me to do. And one of the work God gave him is that you will be healed. Is to restore you and redeem you. He said, I have come not to be served, that I will give my life as a ransom for your soul. I'm praying you will understand. He said, I have glorified thee. I have finished the work you have given me to do. And that work is going to the cross. And once the price has been paid in full, the next thing is for you to go and cash it. Okay. okay, it's like, you all know, the wealthiest pastor on, this, on the side of eternity. You know the person? Are you jealous? Google it if it doesn't show my name. Your phone is a fake number. Because the things that are seen are temporal. The things that are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, I give you my card. You know my card is loaded. I didn't, I didn't bring it, so I don't ask me for it. Assume 
I gave you my card. And I say, go to Yem Yem. And you know I have the money. What will you do? You'll be begging Yem Yem. No, you just say, do like this, do like this, do like this. Not sure it's enough. Make it, make it hard for God. Add more. They say, is that all? Is that all you can take? Is that all you can take? Is that all you can take? Present the card because it's been paid for. It's been paid for. Your sickness has been paid for. Why are you holding on to it? Your heart has been paid for. The wound in your heart has been paid for. So look at it again. And Jesus said in John 19.30, it is finished. Let's look at it. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. So that every call, they say, oh, there's a generational curse upon your family. Congratulations. It has ended in the name of Jesus. Say, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of what? He being made a cause for us, for it is written, cause is everyone that hangeth what? On the tree. By hanging on the tree on the cross, and by me coming to the cross, I'm acknowledging the work that has been done, that it is for me. That's why we are coming to the cross. That's a simple prophetic statement. We are coming to the cross because whatever has been done to, on the cross is ours. But look at what follows after that. So if your family is operating on any cause, it's over in the name of Jesus. Verse 14, it says, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Through who? Jesus Christ. What will it have become if not for Jesus? That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. God helping us today in the name of Jesus. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10 to 15. Let me run. The cross. The cross. The cross. Colossians 2 10. He said you are complete which is the head of all principalities and power. You are complete where? In him. He's the head of principalities, he's the head of power. In whom also you are circumcised with circumcision, made without hands, in putting off the body of the sin of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Go ahead. Buried with him in baptism, where you are also risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who raised him from the dead. Look at it. You being dead in your sin and uncircumcision of your flesh, are going together with him, having done what? Forgiving what? All your trespasses. All. The one you have not confessed to your wife, the one you've not confessed to your husband, the one you've confessed, just acknowledge it before God. And the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, those of you who have a phone, and the phone is ringing, and when it's ringing, he says, this is John. Your wife says, answer the call now. She is John. <laughs> yes, it's John. I don't want to answer John. I, I thought John is your best friend. He knows the John he's talking about, not the John the Baptist. <laughs> hey, okay, please, don't put me in trouble. He says, Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. You know, this is an old English language. Those days they used to use fountain pen. When the ink is much, you use a blotter to suck it in, and it will not be there. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was what? 
contrary to us. Every negative thing about us, about our family, about our emotions, about our head, the Bible says, he took it out of the way. Where did he place it? He nailed it. So when he took this, this sin out of my neck, he nailed it where? On the cross. Remember He nailed it to the cross. So cross is not a symbol. It's just the people on the other side who understood the meaning. And that's why they keep fighting the cross. Because when you understand that you have gone to the cross, there's nothing the enemy can accuse you of. And if you know the Lord had paid for your sin, you look at sick and sickness and say, sorry, sorry, you cannot do it here again now. Pack your load and do what? And go. I pray the Lord give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Look at it. 1 John 3.8 For this cause, the Son of God was manifest that he would what? destroy the works of Lift your hand and say, every work of devil in my family is destroyed. You are afraid. It's very suspicious. The Bible said the power of life and death is where? It is not you who destroyed it. It is, it is God. Say, declare, say, every work of Satan in my family is destroyed. You know why I say lift up your hand? You are in agreement with heaven. It's not, I don't, it's not classroom. So be bold enough to say, every work of Satan in my family is destroyed. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. But you need to bring it to the cross. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. How? Look at it. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 17, the third reading. Let's examine it. He said he didn't come to baptize. He just didn't come to preach. He said there are certain things, the least the cross should be made of non-effect. Many Christians, the cross does not have an effect. If the cross will have an effect, there will be deliverance, there will be healing, there will be everything the Lord will cross out. Go to the next verse. He says, for the preaching of the cross, like I'm telling you, to them that perish is what? Foolishness. Remember when I said, when the literal calls and said, don't worry about this because I'm going to give you an A, final. I love you and I'm going to give you an A. I don't mean the one that, uh, this, the lecturers that set him proof for, that's, I'm talking of genuine love. He said, if he loves you, they, what will you have done? You say, why were we sinners? Christ loved us and died for us. There's nothing you are going to do. You say, it is foolishness. But unto those which have, are saved, it is what? Cross, the cross is the power of who? Of God. To cancel sin, destroy the works of Satan, and set you free from every harassment of the devil in the name of Jesus. So when you see the cross, you get excited. That this is, oh, he has done it for me. So anytime you see the cross, you can say, he has done it for me. Go to the next verse. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. Those who think they are wise, say, I will make, turn it to non-effect. It will not make sense. And will bring to nothing the understanding of the learned or the prudent. Verse 20. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this war? 
the analysts, had God not made foolish the wisdom of this world, for after the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. He pleased God by the foolishness of what I'm telling you. Until you respond to this foolishness, the foolish talk I'm giving, say by them that do what? Believe. Until you believe. How did Isaiah 53 start? Verse 1. Isaiah 53 verse 1. Who had believed what? A report. Do you believe what I've said to you? Beloved, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Said, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Do you believe? Do you believe? I want to just allow you to write. Before you leave your seat to come to the cross, it will require great courage and humility. For you to come to the cross and then be able to drop it. I'm going to write as well. I'm going to give you a brief moment. But why? Am I saying so? Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8, from verse 27. Oh, make it 29 to 37. Listen. The Spirit said unto Philip, Go near, join yourself to this chariot. Go ahead. Philip ran hither and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. Say, do you understand all we have been saying? He said, how can I, except somebody should guide me? He should desire Philip that he will come up and sit with him. Go ahead. That's what we are doing. That's why you have been invited. In the place which he read, in this, he led as a sheep to the slaughter, like a lamb before his sharer. And so openeth not his mouth. Verse Say, in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the heart. And he asked the question, all we have been talking about. And he said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or some other man? Verse 35. Philip opened his mouth. And began at the same scripture and preached unto him who? Jesus. Verse 36. Go to verse 37. That is my call. And Philip said, I'm saying, if you believe what I've said with all your heart, you may. You may. Foolish Please come and move this uh, pulpit aside. Just be writing while they are moving. Be writing. 
Just push it to the side. Welcome. Bring those two things. Felicia, push it away a little bit. Then bring the cross. Bring the cross first. I didn't say write prayer requests. Your sorrows, your pains, your fear, your frustrations, the one who jilted you, the one who made life, the, the shame of your life, the confusions that have come, who want to carry to the cross. But there's something I have failed to tell you. Jesus, when they brought the woman with the issue of adultery, you must let go. Unforgiveness, you must forgive everybody. For you to receive forgiveness, you must forgive. You must forgive. You must. You don't have it. See if you need to cry. Cry before you are writing it. The Lord knows your sorrow. You, have the, you are holding the stone of bitterness. Drop it. You know, he say, how many of you committed adultery? He say, if there is any of you who doesn't require forgiveness, then let him do. I'm giving you time to write because I'm going to write as well. Please, let's, we, this is the way we are going to go. We will prefer that those in the overflow, can we see your hand wave if you are in the overflow? God help you. Just please, for those of you in the overflow, you will come first. And once you come, then you go out. Then those of us in the main sanctuary here can. Uh, we can start from those of us in the main sanctuary from this side, coming from the back. Make up your mind. You must let go. Let go. Every pain, every hurt, that word that's been spoken to you that is haunting you. He said, if you believe, you may come. If you believe, you may come. There is danger in not forgiving. There is danger in not willing to forgive. I want you to project for me Matthew 18. 34 and 35. Finally, the jealousy, the family rivalry, the pain and the bitterness. Matthew 18, 34. The Bible says, and his rod was wrought with him. He delivered him to who? The tormentors. He should pay all that was due him. Can you go to 35? Say, so likewise shall my heavenly father 
do also unto you, if you from your heart forgive not everyone. Lord, help me, I want to forgive. Lord, help me. My hands are open. I let go of every hurt, every pain, every discrimination, every word that men have spoken that are hurting me. Every attitude. It takes humility to come to the cross. He said, if you believe, you may come. Look at verse 32, what he says. Verse 32 of this, when he called the, master, the servant. Verse 32. The Lord said, the, the, then his Lord, after he had called him, said, O thou wicked person, if you refuse to forgive any heart, the Bible says, God will see you as a wicked person. Pastor, you don't know what they have done to me. I don't know what the Lord knows. The only thing you can write, not write is something that God does not know. You are permitted to write what God does not know. Tell God you don't understand. Don't write it. But there is healing today. You know, I would love to sing that song because it's breaking chains. Jesus, Beloved, open up yourself and say, Lord, have your way. Jesus, Jah, Shifosha, please, can you let those from the overflow start coming? And those of us on this side of the sanctuary, can you from the back begin to come and just, just tell the Lord, I'm releasing myself. I release my pain, my disappointment, my shame, my afflictions. Why, if you don't mind helping us. Please, you have a right to tear it as you are dropping it. It is you and the Holy Please come from this side and so that people who are going will go this way. Your sickness, your shame, your affliction. Please 
Please can you go this way? I Somebody who is supposed to help you have not helped you and you are feeling bitter. Drop your bitterness. Drop your resentments. Not offering, not offering. Please, it's not offering. Sister, check somebody. It's not an offering. Tear it. It's between you and God. You may come if you believe. So from the back, excuse me, hold on from the back. Please begin to come. I hear the chains falling. There is power in 
the name of Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain to break every chain to break every chain to break to break every chain to break every chain to break every there is power there is power in the name of jesus there is power in the name I'm not mean in terms of who want to. What you do is send your mail or to the number or what that is displaying. They will print it and bring it for you. Just send it. They will print it and drop for you. If you are watching online and you want to participate, as it were physically, send the mail or send it to the, I don't know whether it's a WhatsApp or whatever they are showing you. Uh, they will print it out and they will bring it. Choir, please continue. I hear the chains falling. Oh, I hear the chains falling. Oh, 
Your heart's red. 
for us. Verse 6. He answered and spake, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 7. Hold on, hold on. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain. It shall bring forth a headstone, thereof shouting with what? Now you are going to look at your hand. Lift it towards heaven. Everything that have left your hand and entered this basket will never return to you. And you are going to shout grace three solid times. Want to go? It will never return in the name of Jesus. We are going to do something and then the pastors will come and pray for us. And then we'll, we are done trusting God for his mercy and grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Look, why have you come? It's because you believe. That's why you came to the altar. Luke 145. And blessed is she or he that believed. 
that there shall be a performance of the things which God has spoken today. If you believe there is going to be a performance in your life, go ahead and thank him. Just say, Lord, thank you. Bless his wonderful name. Glorify him. Thank him and say, Lord, I believe you. 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 What do you believe him for? What are you believing him for? What have you believed him for? to thank him let's just take a song and celebrate the victory God has given to us this this moment come and see what the Lord has done for me he has taken away my sorrow and I am free I can make Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you because you have brought all the families in the assembly together. And so as you have pronounced upon the lives of your people, everything they have brought to the feet of the cross, they remain done in their lives in the name of Jesus. Every home I pronounce over your life, that you will experience the perfect healing from above in the name of Jesus Christ. Wherever sorrow has been treading hitherto before today, those sorrows are wiped off forever in the name of Jesus Christ. Every form of sickness, disease, and bitterness and affliction that has afflicted you hitherto till today, 
in the mighty name of Jesus they shall become a thing of the past in the name of Jesus you shall know no sorrow you shall be free from every form of affliction you shall be free from every form of sorrow you shall be free from every form of trauma in the name of Jesus Christ whatever has been bringing bitterness and sorrow your way today they are wiped away in the name of Jesus Christ every ordinances and eye writing of the enemy against your family against your home against your life against your career today they are all destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ by the reason of the work of Christ on the cross of Calvary I pray for you today be free from every form of bondage in the name of Jesus I say be free from every form of bondage in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Father we give all the glory to you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Our Father and our God, we thank you because we can call you Father and we can call you God. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for making it possible for us to enjoy the beauty of redemption. Lord, this morning, we have laid everything at the foot of the cross. King of glory, you said you will bless the righteous. You have made us righteous this morning because we have taken everything to the cross and the blood has made us whole. Rock of ages, we are asking that that blessing that comes with coming to the cross, let it be our portion in the name of Jesus. This blessing will compass us round about in the name of Jesus. You say you will compass the righteous round about with blessings, with favor, with victory, with mercy, with grace as a shield. Father, let that be our portion in the name of Jesus. Father, your children are yours and you have purpose to be their God. Father, in every home, be God for us. Where men are speaking, Father, raise a voice for us. Whatever may be, at whatever situation, at whatever circumstance, at whatever place, wherever men raise their voice, Lord, raise a voice for us in the name of Jesus. That our families will be recorded as families that are blessed and compassed about with favor as a shield in the name of Jesus. Thank you because this is not the end for us. But it's the beginning of great things. As we enter into this new beginning, it shall be fresh, it shall be new, it shall be great, it shall be glorious. The whole world will see, and they will see your beauty and your glory over us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. In Tibe wa miyo Biko shewa Ola unto nakara Aye ima Aye ima Tibe wa miyo Biko shewa Oba tonja fuwa Yeah. 
you have chosen to give your son to die for us even while we were yet sinners in our iniquity what are we worth your creation that has been disobedient even from the beginning yet in your loving kindness and your mercy it has pleased you to provide the cross of calvary to take away our sins and our pains and our sickness and our disease and our shame and our embarrassment and our reproach and to take it away from us Lord that which has been taken away will not return in the name of Jesus Lord the enemy will never be able to ask where is your God because our God Lord you will fight for us openly and the world will see in the name of Jesus Lord, every vomit that has been deposited at the foot of the cross, we will not go back to in the name of Jesus. Every affliction that we have shed and released, Jehovah, it will not come back to any member of the family in the name of Jesus. Every doorway is sealed up by the blood of Jesus. Every crack in the family is sealed by the blood of Jesus. Lord, we are praying, oh God, that the things that led to us grieving wounded injured it will not recall in the name of Jesus Lord the victory that we have won today will not be reversed in the mighty name of Jesus Heavenly Father you have said that when we ask you are going to hear and you will answer that when we knock you are going to open when we seek we are going to find Lord in faith we have responded today let our faith speak for us in the name of Jesus every man, every woman every adult, every child in this sanctuary and those who are watching Lord none will go away the way they have come in the name of Jesus every burden of sin will leave it at the foot of the cross we go away lighting completely in the name of Jesus thank you heavenly father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed in the name of Jesus, I won't leave here the way I came. In the name of Jesus, I won't leave here the way I came. I submit myself to the Holy Spirit here to set me free. I submit myself to the Holy Spirit here to set me free. What about you? Jesus, I will leave you the way I can. I 
submit myself to the Holy Spirit here to set me free. I submit myself to the Holy Spirit here to set me free. quickly today is the last Sunday of the month uh, birthday Thanksgiving uh, you know I said if you have any special things hold on to it but I think Kola got married last Saturday I won't I won't deal with him the way I want to deal with him but let him join them and come to the front if it's your birthday your wedding anniversary and then come keep those ones that are still coming online we'll put them here we'll carry them away if halfway before the service finishes you still remember something you didn't put I'm not charging you and the Lord will help you the Lord wants you completely and totally free you know somebody was sharing he said have you ever had a cut in your hand and I said yes if you are naughty when you are small, if you don't have a wound, then it's, your mother must be a wonder woman. Then he said, and you hid it. I said, yes. When uh, you are, you didn't want anybody to see it. You know why? If they see it, that's another wahala for you. <laughs> so did he heal at a point? Of course he healed now. He said, the thing healed itself. God put a healing mechanism in the body. How is it that he does not want you to be healed? The Lord will help us. As we have prayed, no, nothing will escape God in the name of Jesus.